0: Welcome back, and you are listening to Nate the Hate on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcast. Like the video and subscribe and help us hit 15,000 subscribers by the end of the year. If you have questions for MVG and I and want to help support the channel, you will find a Streamlabs link in the YouTube description below. A A donation of any amount will let you ask a question that we will answer at the end of the next episode. Those that donate $100 or more will have the episode dedicated to them. And joining me today is my co-host, MVG. What's up, Nate? Great to be here. Thanks for having me back on. Always a pleasure. And we have a special guest with us this week, the return of Jeff Grubb from VentureBeat. Hello, Jeff.
1: Hey, man. Thanks for having me back on. I really appreciate
0: it. It's always a pleasure to have you here and talk with you. And last time you were here, we talked about the summer game mess. I mean, fest. (laughs) (laughs) And... This time we're gonna talk about Nintendo and their approach to 2020, because we are we are now halfway through the year. And, you know, the early half of the year had a wrench thrown into it with the pandemic. But of the three console manufacturers, it seems like Nintendo's been the one that's been a little more reluctant to, you know, come forth with new information and new game announcements. We had Sony hold their PlayStation 5 event early in June. Microsoft had their introduction to next gen event that didn't go over all that well, but they still communicated with fans. And Nintendo is just kind of, you know, out in the weeds doing their own thing. And they've only have announced one game for 2020 that's dated and it's Paper Mario and the Origami King. And it's coming out in just over two weeks. But today we have rumors of a potential July direct And these rumors do come from reliable sources. One is John Harker from Reset Era, who in the past has been accurate with this information. And today he said he has heard that there is potential of a Direct coming this month, but that it is still kind of in the planning stages and it could change. And from a French Pokemon account known as Kelios, where they said in a tweet to you, you forgot about the July Direct (laughs) in your summer of Game Fest lineup card. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we'll start today with what do you make of these rumors? And do you really think Nintendo could have a direct coming this month? Because originally on your lineup card, you did have a late summer direct mm-hmm. listed.
1: Yeah, um, it's tough. Uh, I, I'll say right now that I, I don't have any direct knowledge of a direct happening in July. So I'll just get that right out there. But that doesn't mean it's not happening. Um, if, you, I mean, if you think about it, you know, it could make sense in, in certain aspects. Um, the, the Nintendo is getting back to work. Japan is getting back uh, into offices, which is, um, you know, su- surprisingly still pretty necessary for Nintendo to make this sort of thing happen, uh, even though we have seen other companies figure this stuff out. Nintendo has been hesitant for, for uh, reasons that aren't just like technical, they're, they're cultural. Um, but, you know, as it gets back in the office, it's going to start saying, hey, we do have all these games that we need to announce. Uh, we do have partners that want to announce games uh so let's start putting putting this thing together um that you know that said i still think july seems really uh, soon it seems soon um first of all we are you know we're past the point of when e3 normally would have happened and it i I don't okay paper mario is about to come out and once that's out they're not gonna have any other games scheduled for the rest of the year so i could see maybe them having some um uh, uh Anxiousness about that. They want to fill out their their, their re- the release calendar. That makes sense. um But at the same time, they want to take time to put something like a full direct together. So uh if they do something, if it's a if they call it a direct, I mean, I you know, Nate, we were talking about about this before the show. I, I think it's probably going to be a mini. But even that seems like a stretch mm-hmm. to me. I feel I feel like if they're going to announce Pikmin three, there, I think they're going to do the Paper Mario thing announced it on twitter and with with a youtube video that was very successful for them that that worked very well um and then in the in the meantime put together a bigger show still for later this summer um so it, 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 you know it's possible but I, I think it's to me it still seems unlikely uh i think what these rumors might be if, if they are you know mostly accurate is they are starting to put something together that is going to come quite a bit later because it does take them time to put these shows all you know all together all the pieces fitting together is, is a lot of work
0: Yes, and that's the thing. When you they make a general direct, and I want to emphasize the word general mm-hmm. or the bigger directs, they do take several months to put together. There's a lot of coordination between NCL, NOA, and NOE. To you, know, you have to get the script. You have to dub it. You have to sub it. You have to go to all the different PRs, gather those trailers. Sometimes there are regional differences in terms of content in the directs. So there's a lot of planning, a lot of organization and coordination when it comes to these directs. So I would agree with you that I think If there is a direct of any sort coming in the month of July, it would be in the form of a mini. And it could just be a collection of Twitter announcements that they were planning for this month. Mm -hmm. And they said, you know what? We have the resources now because people are back to work, they are in offices, that we can put together a mini direct instead, and we'll release it in a traditional way. And I mean, I guess the key difference between a general direct and a mini, aside from the branding, is that a mini is just kind of shadow dropped one morning during the week. With, you know, there's no Mm pre-announcement. They generally like to build up that hype and excitement and get everyone, people, you know, anxious about what's this Direct going to have? And a mini is just, oh, it's Friday morning. Here's a 15-minute video. Enjoy. And I guess that would work for a game like, you know, Pikmin 3 Deluxe, even 3D Mario World, or even the 3D Mario Collection. Because we're anticipating that those games are likely going to be coming out you know, over the course of the next couple of months, at least the case with Pikmin 3 Deluxe, I mean, that seems right. like a game that we should've had- Should have been out by now, right? Exactly. We were anticipating that it should have came out back in June, Yeah. and now we're at the beginning of July, and we still have yet to hear about it. So if they do go the Paper Mario route of saying four to six weeks advance notice, you could feasibly wait until, I guess, next week and still release it by mid-August Or you could wait until maybe after Paper Mario comes out and then date it. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's Pikmin 3. It came out on the Wii U. Yes, it's going to have new content. So it's not really a game that's going to overshadow Deadly Premonition 2 or Paper Mario in any meaningful way. But if you do incorporate 3D World or even the 3D Mario Collection or Mario All-Stars 2, whatever we want to call it, then it gets into a little bigger deal in terms of announcements. So... I guess my question is when would you anticipate nintendo to really start dating those bigger releases like the 3d mario collection that are you know that are expected to come out in the second half of this year
1: yeah um it, it, you know there's a reason that i have them as wild card on on my you know summer game mess it, you know it, it's they could do it at any time um, if I had to like wager or make a, you know, make a, a, a guess with any in, informed insight, um, I, you know, I would I would still bet that we get Pikmin 3 dated pretty relatively soon in its own thing on Twitter or something like that. Um, and, and then they are going to try to figure out a way to put together a show for Mario. Yep. They, you know, the, the original rumor, right, was the 35th anniversary celebration for Mario and, you know, everything that entails. Um, and, and you I mean, I think obviously Paper Mario was going to be a part of that originally. Right. They would have announced that in that. Um, so, you know, one of the things that Mike, Mike gives, you know, lends some credence to that is maybe as Paper Mario is coming out the day after it comes out or whatever, uh, you say, hey, go get Paper Mario now. It's it's out right now. And, and as part of that, we're celebrating Mario. Here's everything. Um, and, and, you know, to me, that makes some sense. I still think, like, it, it would take a lot of work to put that kind of thing together for them. Uh, and, it, it, you know, you detailed all the reasons why it's hard for, for Nintendo. They want to, you, know, uh, you know, send the script around the world. But also, they, they like meeting people face-to-face still. And figuring that out is still complicated. And, and that, again, that's cultural. It is them. They think that they have to show that respect to their partners or, or else they just won't even try. Um, and, and so, yes, so that still feels like very soon. But I, I think that, you know, we how far into August can we go with no new dates? That just seems mm-hmm. like every single day would be excruciating for Nintendo fans. <laughs> and I'm not, I don't think Nintendo's exactly, uh, I think they don't care about that because they know they have the games. They will be coming. Uh, they did let a lot of time lapse after um, Animal Crossing, where a lot of people were like, what is going on? It feels like there's nothing. Um, uh, But I, I, you know, and and it's not like they're hurting at all. It's not like they need to uh, make moves because um, their investors are paying attention, are getting and are getting anxious. They're still selling a ton of consoles. They are still selling a ton of games. Um, Animal Crossing continues to sell every month. Uh, So so I I don't think they're feeling like the, the fire under their feet to begin acting um, but but I, I do think they will start feeling that as we get further into August, and if, if nothing happens by then, um, so so yeah, I, I, I think that maybe maybe they, they are feeling it, and they're like, let's just get something together for the end of this month, and and, and that 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 makes some amount of sense to me. Um, I, I'm still th- not completely bought in.
2: I think um, if you ask me what what I think is going to happen, I, I agree. I do think that there'll be a, a Pikmin three announcement fairly soon after Paper Mario is released but i do th- i do agree with you jeff i mean i think that the the direct you know which is the 3d collection stuff is later this year so you know whatever whatever the the july direct means you know as far as the rumors we're hearing i don't know if it's going to be a direct mini with pikmin 3 being the showcase or if it's just a a twitter you know drop of hey by the way pikmin 3 is coming out um you know next month and maybe after maybe after they do release paper mario 3 uh, sorry pa- uh, paper mario they they basically you know tease stay tuned for more exciting mario um discussion as we celebrate the 35th year of mario later this year or something and and that's mm-hmm. kind of the segue into the the direct for the the mario collection i don't think the mario collection is is July. That that seems like you said, guys, I mean that seems really aggressive to mount something like that. But you know, who knows? I mean, we'll see. We'll see what how it all plays out. But if you ask me, I think it's
1: I think it's Pikmin 3 is next time on even, the list. Even a mini direct is um is is complicated just from the point of view of um Nintendo was just last month telling partners uh yep. don't wait for us. Don't do not wait for us to put a show together. We're not gonna have anything in June or July uh maybe august but even that isn't guaranteed it's but it's going to take a long time and this and and then to turn around and be like oh no we actually are doing something in july after ea is like okay i guess we'll put apex legend coming to switch in our own show instead of where it would make a much bigger splash in a nintendo direct mm-hmm. um and, and and i think like you just from a political standpoint they they would have a hard time explaining that to their partners like you know why didn't you tell us that you were thinking about doing this why didn't you like just see a few weeks ahead and see the you know of course most partners probably would be understanding to a point but you know they're they're human they're going to feel a little bit burned and and ea was definitely trying to get apex legends into that direct so mm-hmm. um yeah I, I just feel like why would nintendo then turn around and do this i i don't think i don't think they would i guess
0: one avenue that we haven't really explored for the Direct is that maybe it doesn't involve third parties or even indies. Maybe it is a like a Mario-themed Direct, because we have seen Nintendo do yeah. game-focused Directs, and right now the rumors are just a July Direct. Well, I mean, that's missing a lot of context. It could be, like, let's assume it is a Mario Direct. They The week before Paper Mario comes out, right before reviews hit, they do one final mm-hmm. Mario Direct. They detail more Paper Mario you talk about the lego set and then you go full 35th anniversary and you have 3D world you have the mario 3D collection and the whole show is just about mario and you know you actually have that 35th anniversary celebration because i believe the lego sets come out in august mhm yeah that's,
1: that's right i so, like that i like what you described there so though, Nate, when by do you, way.
2: when do you
0: release the mario collection if if that's the announcement in july if they do a mario themed direct in july then i would first man i think i would release 3d mario world in september and i would hold right. back the 3d collection until october or november because that's going to be a big seller in the holidays yeah
1: and all but- of that sounds really reasonable to me uh and and, and you got to think like you know um, we talk about a direct potentially overshadowing the release of Paper Mario, and I'm not sure exactly how much Nintendo uh, thinks that way, but let's say they do. Um, if you make this about a celebration of Mario and get people excited about Mario, which is, uh, you know, a thing people love to do. I love to get excited about Mario. Uh, oh, that's a good reason to buy Paper Mario, because I'm so excited about all these other games coming out. I want to like participate in that. Uh, it makes sense to do that, like right in the lead up to that game coming out. Um Uh, I I like that. Again, there are all the other issues, but um, the basic game plan that you laid out there makes a lot of sense to me.
0: Now, do you think Nintendo has taken their foot off the pedal a bit in terms of game announcements because they've had so much success with animal crossing?
1: I mean, that gave them the leeway, right? That gave them uh, enough slack to be able to pull back and just say, okay, no one who is an investor is going to be looking at our numbers right now. and, 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 and same, like, what are you doing? We can just point to Animal Crossing, and and they have been, and they should be. It's it's just a massive success, so, like just a, a success that even like the most diehard Animal Crossing fans could not have predicted. Um, so so yeah, they've had they've had that that excess money coming in that they can now uh, take a breather and regroup and figure out how to attack the rest of the year in a way uh, that works for them. Um, I don't necessarily know if that was. Uh, if that's a great thing because a lot of other companies have figured this out a lot quicker. Um, everyone, you know, when they when I, when I originally reported this story about, hey, Nintendo's not going to come up with anything, you know, in terms of direct for a long time, uh, people pointed to all these other examples of other companies figuring it out. You know, now we have the Pokemon company figuring this out. And I think, you know, Nintendo probably is looking at a partner like the Pokemon company and be like, oh, okay, well, if they could do it, well, we need to start figuring this out too. But um, I think because they did have animal crossing backing them up uh they didn't feel that the the, the urgency to figure this out in a way that might have made uh the rest of the summer a little bit more bearable for fans waiting for announcements I, so I, so I yeah think, i agree with your premise
2: i think there's more to it than that though i think that you know we can't discount the pandemic as well because you know nintendo's always been you know breath of the wild and and metroid prime aside they've always been very very good with hitting their dates as far as you know releasing Mm -hmm. releasing things and 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 every every release date that they come up with is not too far in the distant future you know which is which is something that the fans really really appreciate because you're not waiting two plus years for a game to come out and when they make announcements it's usually you know just a a couple of months away which is which is great but i think with with the pand with the pandemic it's been very difficult to nail some of these release dates for different reasons obviously you know people are out of the office all that sort of stuff but there's also been you know there's been issues with the certification process being you know being delayed as well getting your games through certification so I think they've ultimately just taken a bit of a step back I, in my opinion and not really committed to anything until the dust has settled which seems like it's it's settled right now or it's settling right now that things are go- slowly going back to the way they were you mentioned in Japan you know you know people are going back to work and and and, and businesses kind of moving ahead as as it once was so i think now you know we'll start to see some you know some traction there but i don't i don't think that they've taken their foot off the gas nade. i think it's really I'll say more of a calculated move. And with, with the success of Animal Crossing, like Jeff said, I mean, they have every reason to, to do that. They've got, uh, they've got enough of a buffer there where they can, they can basically take their foot off the gas literally for the rest of the year if they wanted to. But, you know, we'll, we'll see mm-hmm. how that goes.
0: You'd see, that's, that's where I'm curious, where is that smart by them? Like you're having all this momentum and all the success of Animal Crossing, where you're moving tons of software with Animal Crossing alone. You're moving tons of hardware wouldn't it have been advantageous to say, we would release this game in March, right when the pandemic was really hitting its peak? Well, relative in America, though we've hit a new peak at this point, but that's when the country was shutting down and Animal Crossing is selling gangbusters. You're moving tons of hardware. We've seen the NPD report that came out in May, where I believe the Switch, or is it May or April, where the Switch sold 800,000 units. Wouldn't it have been wise to have a game like Pikmin 3 out in june like clubhouse games came out it's a good game to sit around with your family and play but if you had a pikmin 3 wouldn't that have been like a little better to just have that wave of continuous software releasing to keep that new player base engaged
1: beyond just animal crossing i i think that um I think it would have been good for Pikmin three, right? Like people yeah. are buying a lot more games right now. Uh, you know, I think um, that was one of the reasons last of us part two uh, is doing even, I mean, it's a great game. People like it. Uh, but, but I think the reason it's hitting 4 million is because more people are playing games right now. Um, and I think Pikmin three would have benefited to, to a certain degree as well from just having so many people wanting to play video games. Um, I, I don't know if it was, you know, is it smart for Nintendo? I think we can have some hindsight here and be like, um, I think they probably they probably wouldn't have missed anything if they would have put out Pikmin three, got people excited about that game, and did boost the Pikmin franchise a little bit by taking advantage of of some of the enthusiasm for video games at the moment. Um, but I don't blame them for for being like, <clears throat> excuse me, for blame, for looking at like, oh, we're running out of systems to sell, and we're not sure what the supply chain is going to be like, and we have all these other problems happening, and we're not sure. Uh, what our lineup's going to be like later this year because there is some confusion about whether or not uh, we're going to be able to hit those dates. So maybe we should keep something that is ready in our back pocket and, until we know better. And, and, I, and I think that's what they, I think that was their their go-to there and I don't blame them for that. And I think uh, with hindsight though, I think we can see that uh-huh. they probably would have figured this out and, and they could have put Pitman 3 out and, and been, just, been just fine for the rest of the year, but we don't know for sure.
0: That's a good point that I had forgotten that even though Nintendo did come up with a statement couple of days ago where they said there were no software delays due to the impacts of the pandemic. And I mean, it's easy to rebuff that by saying, well, you can't delay games when you haven't dated any games. Right. And there have been reports that Nintendo has had to push some software out of the back half of 2020 into early half of 2021. So to your point, like, yeah, you're correct that had you released Pikmin 3 in June like was originally planned if you are delaying games that are supposed to come out in the second half you potentially would have had a void and now Pikmin 3 is going to fill that void but it still seems like just date, why, what's the hesitation in dating these games, what is the problem, because as far as we know Pikmin 3 has been done for some time now, it's not a game that's still in active development it's already been certified they're basically just sitting on it and waiting for the day for them to go to twitter and say it's coming out in 6 weeks. You can preload it today. So date it. Get people, you know, excited about the prospect that it is coming out soon. The idea that they're still sitting on the secrecy as of July 1st and we still don't have a game dated beyond July 17th from Nintendo. It just it seems I don't know if it's marketing genius or
1: a marketing failure. I mean, it, again, we, I think we won't know for a while. Uh, you know, MVG, what do you think?
2: Well, I mean, me being the technical geeky nerd that I am, is Nate? Do you not think this is a technical reason? They're basically, you know, like I said, the certification process has been something that has been uh, delayed, and now that it's kind of back to where it was, they're they're finally going through that process now. Do you do you really think they have a, I'll say, a final release build kind of? You know up their sleeve what do you think they're still i guess we'll say putting the final touches on on the game
0: right now i believe the game is probably has has been done since i'll go back as far as april because nintendo isn't shy of sitting on games yeah. that have, are 100 percent completed have been certified for months because we can look at new super mario brothers u deluxe nintendo finished that game i believe it was in the range of 10 to 11 months before it released
1: yeah. You know, it's a long I, time. I, I, could, I could see it going either way. I, I mean, like, you know, they have the bandwidth for one certification, and they put that all on Paper Mario, and then Pikmin oh. 3 will come up after that. I I, I could see that, uh, but also, yeah. I mean, my understanding was this game was supposed to be out by now. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah. And, and, you know, it, it was going to be in that March Direct, that March Mini Direct, which was originally not going to be a Mini Direct, because, you know, think about how long it had been before that since we got a General Direct. So, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I I, I, I can see it either way. So let's let's think of it another way. If if they finish
2: up the year with Pikmin three and the Mario three D collection, in hindsight, is that a good year for Nintendo? You know, the first half was was pretty decent. Um,
0: I guess it it depends on how we want to quantify a good year here in terms of software sales from like an investor standpoint and business. Yep, it's not a bad year. Animal Crossing is selling millions upon millions of units. I mean, I believe it's already over 5 million physical in Japan. And I mean, it's on its way to being the best selling physical piece of software in all of Japanese history at this rate, Mm -hmm. which is mind blowing. And that's not even factoring the digital sales. So I mean, you're going to look at Animal Crossing probably sell over 20 million units. You have two Pokemon expansions that will sell millions of units themselves. 3D Mario collection, I mean that's an easy 10 million plus seller. Oh yeah. As long as you know as long as they market it correctly, Pikmin 3 is going to do a couple million because it's Pikmin and unfortunately mm-hmm. gamers just don't really seem to resonate to that franchise and I don't think Switch is going to really bring new life to it. And I mean you've had you had Clubhouse Games, you had Tokyo Mirage Sessions, you had Xenoblade Chronicles all probably performed well within you know expectation but and then you've got a mario cut that still is selling still like selling. crazy yeah yeah for a while that's still selling you have those evergreen software titles yeah. that continues yeah. well so from business you'd say that's not a bad year but from a consumer standpoint who primarily only plays nintendo games you're probably going to sit there and say that was a really bad year from nintendo and yeah like you still had a couple of quality releases but what, what's the exciting release if we operate under the assumption that Nintendo's only games for the remainder of the year are Paper Mario, Pikmin 3, and the 3D Mario Collection,
1: and 3D World? What's what's really to be excited about? Yeah, and I, I think that, um, uh, you know, I don't know for sure, but I was I, those are the games that I'd always heard about, and those are the, the kinds of games that I was um, expected to see through the end of the year and not much else. I, the, the... I always understood 2020 was going to be something of a slower year it was going to feel like nintendo uh taking its foot off the pedal and I, you know i think this was um one of these years was always bound to happen right because we got a lot of stuff that got started on the wii u and then nintendo realized pretty quickly uh we need to hold this stuff back and and put it on the switch so you get a 2017 with a mario and a zelda uh and, and there was a lot of stuff in the works that they were able to fill through uh, 2018 and 2019 so, you know, once you get through that software and get through, uh, you know, those developers putting all that work in for years for a previous system, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you get to get to a 2020 where it's like, okay, now we got a lot of got a lot of remasters, remakes, uh, stuff like that. So it, it's just, it's. I think I, I think that they um, needed something like this, a chance to, to reload. It's prob- it doesn't mean it's good. Doesn't mean that people are going to be happy. But uh-huh. if the 3D re- if the 3D Mario remasters come out uh that's going to be the kind of thing that you know if this it, they like fix up sunshine and people are like oh my god now i love this game and all <laughs> you know all those games are all those games are are really high quality those those games could still dominate the conversation in the, yes. even through the fall especially if these new systems come out and there is just a Miles Morales and it is kind of uh, exactly what we think it is um and if if Microsoft also holds back some for some uh, you know next gen uh, you know launch games which I, I don't necessarily think they will but if they do a Mario 3D collection is going to completely dominate the conversation so I mm-hmm. It's not the end of the world for them, and, and they do have Metroids and Zeldas coming at some point in the future, uh, and we know that. So it's like, okay, so we, there's still something to look forward to, even if this year is is a bit of a disappointment, uh, which, again, like you said, not from a financial standpoint.
0: And that's – I mean, there are other games coming this year from Nintendo that have not yet been announced that I have heard about, and I'm not going to reveal them on this podcast, but – One thing I have to give Nintendo credit for, and this is marketing genius in the purest sense, is that when they dropped the Paper Mario and the Origami King trailer, at the end of the trailer, they had Mario wear a Samus cap, right? And that was brilliant marketing because the conversation immediately was about Paper Mario itself and about Metroid. It got people wondering about Metroid Prime 4 and the rumors of Metroid Prime trilogy, And the other rumor of a 2D Metroid coming to the Nintendo Switch. And that's excellent marketing because that little cameo brought about a community marketing where Nintendo got a bunch of free publicity. YouTubers were making rumors of, is Nintendo teasing a Metroid announcement? You had forums, Reddit, Twitter, all going buzz crazy about Metroid. And Nintendo is just sitting back saying, we didn't even have to say anything. But we got you excited about the prospect that maybe a Metroid announcement comes eventually, ignoring the fact that the you know the producer of the game of Paper Mario also produces the Metroid games. So it's just kind of him having fun with his own projects. But yeah. that's an example of this. That's brilliant. And I mean, I don't think we're all, we're not getting a Metroid game in 2020. 2021, maybe that's the year of Metroid, because I mean we've been hearing about uh, the Metroid Prime Trilogy for quite some time now. We heard the rumors of a 2D Metroid dating back to, I believe it was around E3, either 2017 or 2018, and it's supposed (laughs) to be head by uh, Mercury Systems, who did Samus Returns for the 3DS. So we're kind of hitting that point where it's been several years, so we have to see the fruits of their labor sooner rather than later. So if 2021, I think 2021 is also a anniversary for Metroid, Zelda. And yeah, Zelda it's
2: I I'm not Zelda sure I'm not sure about already. Metroid. I, it could be Nate. I haven't really checked that, but I know for a
0: fact it's Zelda. Well, Nintendo doesn't really celebrate the Metroid anniversaries. They forget. That's true.
1: Yeah, well, I I think your point about the community marketing about it like speaks to the to that point though. Like, you know, Nintendo is um less certain about Metroid because it was never as popular in Japan. Uh, but you know, one of the ways that you address that is you let the community tell each other why these games are so important. You let them, uh, it, like be like, "Oh my God, they're they're teasing Metroid," and someone who's never played Metroid or or is only vaguely aware of it sees everyone else getting excited about it, and now they they know it's important, and now they know if something does happen with that, oh, I get to also be hyped for it because uh, I know, like you know, just ba- based on the response from everyone else, that this is something that could be very exciting. So, so yeah, if. <laughs> It it does seem like they're they're geniuses at this, or or again they could be trolls, but yeah, um, <laughs> there, something's happening with Metroid eventually. Like that, we when we beyond Metroid Prime Four, something those games have been rumored. There's too much smoke there for there not to be a fire.
0: Yeah, and it's just a matter of when is that fire going to be found. We we keep seeing the smoke. It's just nobody wants to approach it. We're just like eh, it's mm. going to get here eventually, and yes, it will. But it kind of feels like. Like, had E3 happened, and we'll assume that at E3 for Nintendo's June Direct, we would have gotten the 3D Mario Collection, 3D World, Pikmin 3. Um, I mean, what, you know, Apex Legends, probably more content about the Pokemon expansion packs, I would imagine. Maybe we've got Pokemon Snap at that Direct as well. I'm not sure if the Pokemon company would have hosted its own event for that. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. We would have the Smash Brothers Min Min content. That probably would have shadow dropped. That's where Nintendo's marketing up to this point feels a little strange because two to three weeks ago, we would have got a blast of information. We're still waiting for any of that information. And it does kind of make you you know, reluctant to believe that they really have anything that... Big for the remainder of the year because you want to communicate this. And if
2: Nate, do you think I there's mean, a one more one more thing kind of moment that's that's kind of, they kind of got up their sleeve? Yeah. Maybe one more game that that potentially yes. will will come
0: that we're not really aware of. Yes, I think they have that, and it's really a question of when do you deliver it? Because mm-hmm. like even at E3, we would have expected a Birth of the Wild Two trailer even if it's not even if it was not coming in 2020 we likely would have gotten a brand new breath of the wild 2 trailer they still could have just dropped that earlier in june just to generate some you know buzz some hype about their brand and the fact that they've really pivoted to being silent and to remain silent it just it makes me wonder what their plans like Again, are they geniuses or have they failed at marketing up to this point? Like, how would you grade the first half of 2020 for Nintendo's marketing approach,
1: yeah. pandemic included? I mean, you know, it's like a not ac- not applicable. It's like you know, uh, the, <laughs> it did not complete. Like, right, right? Like, it's yeah. just it was. um They the pandemic hit and they just stayed home. And you know, I, at a certain point, can you blame them? Uh, but. Uh, uh if you know if we're just strictly giving a grade for for the marketing yeah it was it was sort of absent, and uh you know we've gone over the reasons for that but but it was definitely it was it was missing and i i, I mean like something like Zelda breath of the wild too like yes, I think it would have been at e three I think they would have had a trailer at e three had that happened um but I think once everything started falling apart, they're like, listen, we can just wait for for the game awards and just do it there again uh that's been that's that's always worked well for us for that. Um, the game's probably not coming out it was probably never coming out in 2020 um, and if you know it maybe there was a small chance at the you know the end of last year like they were still thinking of 2020 but I doubt it um, so yeah just hold off and save that for the game awards and and help that build the momentum into 2021 uh, once you get past all the Mario stuff I, I, yeah I'm I, I bet that was their thinking, but yeah, I, I just don't, they, they stayed home and I think they uh, uh, might regret that, but I clearly, I think they're going to be fine. Once they have a direct, no one's going to remember all the times that we didn't, that we've like all the months that we didn't, they're going to forget about that. They're just going to talk about the games. So I, I think Nintendo knows that.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Nintendo can go silent for six months and the second they announce a new game, everyone forgets that Nintendo ignored them for those, you know, prior exactly. six months. And, I mean, that's a good point about Zelda, too. They can wait for all this Mario content to drop, hit us with a Zelda trailer, and that's going to get everyone excited. Do you think that Do you think that Zelda trailer that they
2: were going to show at A3 had a date attached to it?
0: No. No. no I, don't that, so. I don't think it would have had a date. And that could have potentially, I guess, pissed some people off if they showed a trailer. Like let's assume they still showed the trailer this this past June even without E3, mm-hmm. and they showed the trailer and the trailer ends and it just says coming soon.
1: I guess it could have said 2021, right? Yeah. Like, I yeah. guess they, w- they would have put a year on it probably. We've <laughs> done that before, before right? yeah. yeah.
0: If they didn't attach 2021, then people would have sat there be like, oh no, this game's never coming out. Right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, even right now we have the discussions around a new Pokemon Snap and how it ended with coming soon and some say oh well it said coming soon so that means it has to be 2020 because Nintendo likes to keep things close to the chest and they've been holding their announcements closer to release dates but no if that game was coming anytime soon in 2020 Nintendo would have slapped a Mm -hmm. 2020 or even a launch month at the end of the new Pokemon Snap trailer which clearly is the indicator that that game is coming out sometime next year Or it's at least a safe assumption to make at this point. Because, again, they announced it in June. You're not putting a month on it. It's kind of like, well, how many times are you going to show us Pokemon Snap before you're actually going to date it? It's a cool release, but it's not something we have to see several times over. So, you know, slap that date. Boom. But what's now that we've looked at how poorly Nintendo's first half was, how do you think Nintendo can really come out strong in the second half to counter sony and microsoft
1: and their launch of next generation hardware a price cut um i think that if they feel that if they feel like they need to do something to counter them they could just drop the the switch to 250 dollars um and and i don't know if they need to but if they feel the need to i think that would be like if these consoles really are going to be super expensive um having you know still one of the hottest consoles ever made and, and you know the fastest selling consoles ever uh you know right on pace with the PlayStation 4 um dropping that down to 250 dollars um or even like you know it's starting to like do some uh, you know aggressive pack ins uh, yeah. you know with, with some slight price cuts 280 280 dollars with um you know a Mario Kart uh, stuff like that uh and then you know when it's on sale cutting it even deeper um I, that could really move a lot and i think that like i think Beyond that, how much do they really need to do? Like they're going to have these games that are going to come out that you know uh, we've established are of a certain um, of a certain threshold in terms of excitement, where they are remasters of games that have already come out and stuff like that. Um, maybe some like secret Metroid games coming out here or there, um, but. <laughs> but 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 like you know, I I think that's what they're going to have in terms of software. I think that's the level that they're going to have. So if you know, what else can they do? Um, I think a price cut would be huge. If you're look, if you're a parent and you know that your kid's been asking for a switch for years, and now they're also asking for one of these newer systems, and that switch is two hundred and fifty dollars. That is so. That's such a, a compelling case um, that I I think it really could be a, a big counter move for Nintendo.
2: I I totally agree with that. I I, I definitely. Think there will be a price cut of, we'll say fifty dollars. Especially, I mean, I don't think Nintendo directly, and that's not that's not, a, that's not anything by the way when I said directly. I don't think they <laughs> they care about what Microsoft's doing too much. But if that Lockhart comes in at two ninety nine, I think Nintendo's yeah. really gonna make a statement and say, you know what, we're we're at two fifty. And like you know, Jeff said, um, you get a pack-in game for maybe two eighty with with Mario Kart, or maybe it's two ninety nine with Animal Crossing. I, I don't know, but right. th- there's definitely some there's some leeway there to, to to cut the price. I mean, it's it's we're into the fourth year of the system. I think the time is right to really, um, you know, just get that get that market again, and and really just you know give it give it to
0: the Microsoft with with lockout system. Yeah, bundling is definitely an avenue Nintendo will explore. They, I think, every Black Friday they have had a. Bundle of sorts. You just didn't get a price cut. You didn't save any money by buying it. You got Mario Kart or something. So definitely, if they moved into this year, and say at three hundred dollars you get Animal Crossing, the game's too big of a seller to give you really any you know discount. Mm-hmm. But at two fifty, you can get Breath of the Wild as you know kind of that lead into oh you're gonna get this. You're gonna play Breath of the Wild, and we're gonna get you to buy Breath of the Wild too sometime in twenty twenty one. Or you throw in Mario Kart. You throw in any any of those evergreen titles even Splatoon 2. Maybe, I don't think you do a Smash Brothers bundle yet. Might be a little too soon for that type yeah, of game. It's too volatile still, I think, with, with everything going yeah. on there. Maybe you throw in ARMS, because you just added Min Min, and maybe people have seen her and they're like, oh, I want that game that she's from. Because Yeah, maybe
1: ARMS just comes with every new Switch sold digitally, <laughs> no matter what. I could see them totally doing that. Yeah,
0: Everyone gets ARMS and 1-2 Switch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Bundles are definitely a good path for nintendo to explore to try to counter that ps5 and xbox series x but i guess in terms of that software marketing 3d the 3d mario collection mario all-stars 2 whatever they want to name it that alone can't be positioned as nintendo's prime that's not a hint prime (laughs) holiday release though it just doesn't have that killer instinct to it like Last year, we had, what was Nintendo's big holiday of the game last year? Pokemon. Yep. 2018 was Smash Brothers. 2017 was, what was
1: 2017's big holiday? Mario. Mario Odyssey. Yeah, we, we Mario Odyssey. Mario was late in the summer, but yeah. still, yeah. Yeah. See what? You had Mario Odyssey I mean, and let Mario and Zelda that year. They, they weren't going to have much more than that, Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, right. When, I mean, when you have a 3D Mario, a new Zelda, Mario Kart Splatoon 2, a new IP with ARMS.
1: Yeah, they, yeah.
0: You really didn't need a holiday game.
2: You, like, you don't think the, the the Mario 3D collection is the same caliber?
0: No, I don't. And wow. it pains me to say that, but I don't think it's the same caliber as a new 3D Mario or a new Smash Brothers or a new Pokemon. Mm-hmm. It's Unfortunately, at the end of the day, it's still a collection of three HD remasters of, I mean... They are some of those are damn good 3D Mario games. I mean Mario 64, Mario Galaxy, one of the best games of all time. Mm-hmm. They're fantastic games. But I guess it's a case of if you've played these games dozens of times over. I mean, the three of us we have probably played Mario 64 a you know, lot. to completion a lot. <laughs> yeah. We mm-hmm. played Mario Galaxy a lot. Playing it right now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I hate Sunshine. Yeah, between the three of us, <laughs> we played Sunshine about once.
1: <laughs> unless, Jeff, unless Jeff loves Sunshine. I uh, no, I beat it when it came out and I got all the all the shines and then I don't think I've ever really played it again since. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> Nate, so what, like, if, what if they... What if it's... What if it's all about the way they market this thing, right? Like, yeah, I think about Super Mario All-Stars on the Super NES and I know I'm going back... I'm going back, like, to the beginning of, of time, but when... Dude, when that game was announced Super Mario All-Stars, those four Super Mario games or those four Mario games on one one collection. People went insane for that game, dude, that was nuts. That sold so many units. It was the hype for that was out of this world. And what if they market it in a very similar way? They call it the the Super Mario 3D collection. And what if, because I know that we keep hearing that Galaxy 2 isn't a part of this thing, but what if it was? Would that sweeten mm-hmm. it, sweeten the deal? Or do would
0: do you still think it's it. the same? I still think it's just, it would sweeten the deal from that $60 price point. I think where it lacks that killer app for me is that I can look at that collection, look at the three games and say, these are great games. I can look at 3D World as another second half release and say, okay, that's another good game. I can look at Pikmin 3, that's another good game. It's just none of them have that oomph where if I didn't already own a Switch, would I say, I have to buy one now to play
1: that new game. Right. I, I think I have, um, I have the expectation that Nintendo will do as MVG is explaining to tell people that you actually are that excited about this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that they will make this into an event. They like, I think that's why they've, the, you know, why they're going to frame it as the 35th anniversary. This is a celebration and it's, a, it's, it's super exciting. And if you have ever been a Mario fan, You cannot miss out on this, and and I think – now, that doesn't mean I necessarily disagree with you, Nate. I think that you are right that that um, – I think if you just look at it on paper, it is disappointing, but I think that this is the hand that they have dealt themselves, and I think they're going to figure out the best way to play it, Um, and I I do think that means – Hey, let's just make this a big deal. Let's you know, let's tell people it's a big deal. Uh, we got all this other Mario stuff in our back pocket that we could still get out there and you know put some more. let put Mario All Stars on like uh, Nintendo Switch Online or whatever, something like that. And mm-hmm. just say, hey, like all this stuff is happening with Mario. Why, like you, you, yeah, if you miss out on this, you're going to regret it. Um, uh, but you know, we'll we'll see if that if that works. I think it probably will, though. That would that would be my guess. Yeah. I could see it working. Like like I said, this the game
0: is going to sell probably well over 10 million copies. I don't see how it doesn't. I just, I feel like they just need that, they need one more big holiday game to really have people have that hunger to say, I, I need to buy a Switch this holiday. I hope they and, do. Yeah, I feel like they just have to, because the 3D collection feels like that game that I'm gonna buy with that other must-have holiday game, and I'm walking out of the store with a Switch that probably, you know, we'll say it's 250, it comes with Breath of the Wild. I'm picking up 3D Mario Collection, that one other must-have holiday game. Now I have five games going home. And I'm saying, that was a hell of a day, and it only cost me 350 Yeah. Like, you know, 375 And I'm still $125 less than a PS5 or an Xbox Series X. And I'm going home with a lot of content. So I just need that one other game. And, I mean, we still don't know the, the way this collection is. Is going to look Mm -hmm. function like we're operating under the idea. We talked about this in a previous video, video, MVG, where we believe Mario 64 will probably be treated similar to the Turok or Doom 64 games. It's going to be like it's going to be upscaled, it's going to look you know, it's going to be HD'd, it'll look nice, it'll have some texture work. The HUD will be 1080p type of stuff. It's not going to be a Overhaul where I see some people online saying, Oh, maybe they'll remake Mario 64 in the Odyssey engine. That's a $60 standalone release. You're not getting yeah. it bundled in a $60, you know, single package. Sunshine and Galaxy, you know, probably similar to what we saw with the NVIDIA release yep. of Mario Galaxy on the Shield in China. Yep. It looks clean, it looks good. That's more than enough. I mean, plus you have to factor in the appeal of playing all these games. In Portable mode, though we did play Mario 64 on the DS you know 15 years ago. God, that was horrible. That (laughs) pull.
1: I've really, I've been actually several times over the past couple weeks, I have been meaning (laughs) to go back and play that. And I've like begun the process, and I'm like, okay, I gotta go find my DS. Maybe, maybe I should just emulate it. Like, what is involved in that? Is there a way to emulate the like thumb controls or whatever? Uh, but I I still have not actually pulled the trigger, and now I'm like, okay, I I really gotta do that. But let, let me ask if. If they do need another game this holiday, like like, what what could it be? Like, do you think they could do like a? Are they going to go to Sega and say, "Hey, put a Sonic game on exclusive yet on the Switch or something like that"? Or is there something else they could do? I mean, that's just joke about Sonic. Sonic wouldn't do anything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Come on, people be like, "Oh man, not what's that terrible Wii game?" (laughs) Sonic colors. No, that was uh, good. That
2: was pretty good. Uh, Sonic Forces, yeah, yeah that was, was average. 2,
0: Switch exclusive. Like, no. Yep. No, thank you. But I think it has to be something from Nintendo themselves. Whether, I mean, let's think back a couple of years ago when Nintendo said they want a Zelda game every year. Birth of the Wild yeah, 2 yeah. isn't happening this year. Could we get something? Like, Could we get I like would, a Hyrule you know Warriors game? Between Worlds 2 or something like that. That would, I would just, yes. <laughs> like... Like even if like it doesn't have to be a big, big you know triple A type production of a Zelda, but maybe something in that franchise. Just a you know whether it's a Hyrule Warriors two type of thing, because I don't think we're going to see like a Splatoon three or anything at this point. Arms two kind of seems like maybe that's why Minmin Min is in Smash because they want to begin marketing for a new Arms, yeah. but that's probably twenty twenty one. But I think it needs to be something from Nintendo that's a heavy hitter and i know we'll probably have the pokemon expansion part two coming out in november and even if they put both expansions on a card with pokemon sword and shield and you you know you sold that for sixty dollars i don't know how many double dippers you would necessarily get there so oh man i don't because you can't have metroid prime trilogy because that's just another port so that's yeah. not gonna invigorate the what, base if, what if it's Winter
2: dlc and... what if they add um another couple of hours to mario odyssey
0: as part of you know the mario thing that wouldn't be bad if you could then release like a completed collection yep on a game card The 35th anniversary good. collection or something i don't know
1: i love that, that idea i just good. i feel like they would they're gonna anything they're doing for that they're saving for a mario odyssey 2 i yeah. think yep unfortunately yeah
0: so like i don't know what they would have to i mean breath of the wild 2 would have been the best case scenario yeah. I mean, if we're obviously you know, yeah. realistic here. What about Bayonetta? So, hey, Bayonetta. It's Bayonetta, <laughs> Bayonetta. isn't it? <laughs> Is it Bayonetta? It's
1: going to be Bayonetta, 3. right?
0: I don't know. We're in July. That game likes to come out in October. We're getting awfully close. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Bayonetta, I love that franchise. But it might be a little too niche mm. to have sure a big impact. So I don't know what Nintendo could do at this point to have that major you know, that haymaker to come out. And I mean, even as you said, Jeff, on the Nintendo Switch Online, we'll probably get the Super NES Mario All-Stars, the original release, because it makes too much sense not to. Right. Unless they make it like some pre-order bonus or some pack-in with the 3D collection, which that seems too smart for Nintendo sometimes. But you throw that on the Nintendo Switch Online service. You pay, yeah, you make it that celebration. It's still it just feels like it's a good fireworks show without a grand finale.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, if they do have anything in the works for like a Super Mario Odyssey 2, I feel like even if they just announce that and they say it's coming at some point, like if that's coming, like if we get another like year where it's like another 3D Mario and another 3D Zelda um, and they promise that for 2021 as part of like the the, the 3D Mario Direct that would happen. Um I think that they could still get away with just doing the remasters this holiday because people are like oh I'm going to play these now and then that game's coming next year and I can I could start playing that and it's all part of this this story that Nintendo's telling about Mario again. Um I, I I think I think my bet is still they I as much as I agree with you Nate that I feel like they should have something this holiday I think they they might not. I think there's yeah. a good chance they won't. I think it will just just be these the, the, these Mario releases um uh, mostly, yeah.
2: I agree. I think they're just gonna just market the the hell out of the out of the the three D collection stuff, and and I think that'll be enough. You know, uh, whether it's it's going to satisfy, you know, all the the diehard Nintendo fans out there, I don't know the answer to that. But I do think Great. that going into the holiday season, I think you know if you've got a Mario collection up your sleeve, I think you know they must be feeling like yeah, this this should be should be enough that we need.
0: Yeah, I mean, I am I understand those point of views. I just, I hope they have one more big game for this year. Just to say, hey, 2020 was rough. Yep. It wasn't the year we wanted it to be in terms of releases, but we still got that one big thing for you guys to go out on. We still have the 3D Mario collection. We didn't make this year all about ports and just Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's the thing with the first half when we really look at it. It felt... Casual and family-friendly, which is fine. That's a, I mean, that's a strong market for Nintendo. But when we look at like 2017, 2018, and 2019, the Switch had such a core focus in terms of game appeal. And third parties have been catering to that at this point, thankfully, because Nintendo's been so loose with releases that having titles like Bioshock and Borderlands fill those void has definitely benefited, I feel like, these third-party publishers who typically always compete with Nintendo and this year they've kind of had free reign to do what they want with their releases. So Nintendo, I mean maybe that's why we could just have Pikmin 3, 3D World and the 3D Mario Collection to close out the years because Nintendo is still focusing on that casual family friendly audience this year. Which again, it's fine. I just, I'm selfish and I just want that one big huzzah to end the year and say Mm -hmm. Yes. They surprised us with this major release. Let's do it. And then we go into 2021 with, you know, Breath of the Wild, Bayonetta 3, Metroid Prime Trilogy, 2D Metroid. And it's like, here we go. Nintendo is going to come, you know, they're going to compete with Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 with a strong first party lineup going into 2021. And I mean, it looks like Sony's going to be strong right out of the gate with the software they showed so nintendo has to become packing next year otherwise i mean ps5 could eat their lunch and you know you don't you don't want to lose momentum especially when you've built so much thanks to animal crossing and i don't know if they can sustain it that's where i don't know if they can sustain it with those three games that we're expecting this year (laughs)
1: Yeah, I, I I think it's going to I think you're right. And I think it's a risk. And um, I, I and I don't know how much um, they feel they can like fight back against it just because if those if the games aren't ready, they aren't ready. And I think a lot of, you know, we know uh, Metroid's not going to be ready. Uh, Zelda probably it seems very clearly Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 isn't going to be ready. um, and, and then, you know, once you get those two games that we know about and you say, well, the, the, they're probably not coming out later this year. Uh, what else is on that caliber that they could put up against the release of, of next gen consoles? It's just we're starting to like we're starting to just try to be like okay we're going to put our finger in the dam and try to stop it a little bit at a certain point and it's yeah. like I, I, do do you even try at that point or do you just say let's just kind of pound our chest and say hey Mario like come on yeah. like we have Mario like you like <laughs> and and it's two hundred and fifty dollars for this system or whatever and and you know or you know two hundred dollars or less for the light and you know, here's a new Mario Switch, a branded Switch. They're, they're going to come up with a bunch of different methods to get people excited, and I think, I think that is their plan. I think that, I think that, that again, I, I, again, I hope they have something else because I would love to see another, another big Nintendo game come out this holiday, uh, but if they don't, I won't be surprised if they very expertly navigate a, a launch against these systems with just Mario.
0: And that's, That was a good mention there, a 35th anniversary branded Switch. Yeah. You have the red Joy Cons, you make the dock with the bricks. Take my money. I'm yeah, all about no, that. Yeah. That sounds that's, gorgeous already. That's, true. Yeah. that's how you sell some hardware this holiday with a that type of bundle. You don't even have to doesn't have to be a bundle. No, it will it'll must be on its own. With a
2: red wow. dock as well, are you kidding me? I'm all about that. Yeah, that just sold like two million units. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and
0: that will you know, unless mvg um, you, you got any questions you want to
2: no no i th- i think we covered it um yeah i mean i i am kind of leaning towards i guess you know my final words are um i'm leaning towards they're going to just hold tight with with what we 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 think we know that they they're going to reveal anything that is a i'll say a one more thing moment mm-hmm. um i mean bring it on i, I welcome anything that they they mm-hmm. you know they they let us know about but yeah, if I was to speculate what, what the between now and the rest of the year looks like, I think it's it's Pikmin 3 and, and the
0: Mario collection. Yep, agreed. <laughs> and that will do it for today's episode of Nate the Hate. Thank you for joining us once again there, Jeff. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Thanks for having me. This is always a really
0: good time, guys. And we love having you here.
2: And thank you for joining me, MVG, as always. Thanks for having me on, Nate. And yeah, Jeff, uh, thanks for hanging
0: out. Yeah, Anytime. And if anyone has any questions for us, you can go to the Streamlabs link in the description below, make a donation of a dollar or any amount you want, and we'll answer your questions at the end of the next episode, which will likely be about the Xbox Series X and Microsoft's July event, because there's been a lot of talk of that, and MVG and I will deep dive into that topic, and I'm sure we'll have a guest or two join us. And if you enjoyed this video, give it a like. If you did not, give it a dislike. Let
1: us know your thoughts in the comment section below. And until next time, continue to embrace the hate.